You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Good morning. Good morning, world. How are y'all doing? This is your guest host, Eric Calligraphy, and I just want to introduce y'all to a wonderful Tuesday, July 25th, uh, another episode of Day with Trey. Um, today, we have the very special, very talented, multi, I don't know, multi-everything, <laughs> Julie C. in the building, and later we're going to get into a very great interview about the vendor market that she has going on on the block on 11th and Pike. But at this very moment, we're about to get into, oh, yeah. And also, don't forget to tag and share the stream. All right. And we're going to go into a quick break at this moment, and then we'll be back, and we're going to go straight into a segment about Motore and some of the apparel and the housing staple in the uh, city. Thank you, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. The WashDOT PASS program has really impacted me with their funding, creating a, a space for us to bring these cohorts in, women and men, um, especially in the BIPOC community, people that are looking for livable wages in certain zip codes to make sure that they're able to take our pre-apprenticeship program and that we're also able to help them with any barriers that they have. You can be an apprentice, you can get into this field. You don't have to be tough, you don't have to have tough skin, you don't have to be a man to be in this industry. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teens, we got you too. Back to Basa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13+. Plus. Man, and we are back. Welcome back, everybody. Um, man, it's just a glorious day, Tuesday. We're about to uh, go into a brief segment. If you can't tell, today is all about supporting the local vendors and the local artists. And at this very moment, we're about to go into a quick segment about a longstanding friend, family member of Converge, 
Mo Torre, he used to have a shop on 23rd. He moved down to Rainer and Henderson, and we went down there to go check him out. So here we go. Hi, I'm Mo. Welcome to the Apparel. I've been in this location for years. Right here, we do like a lot of t-shirt printing, custom grills. Lately, we've been helping a lot of, lot of, lot of entrepreneurs that have their own clothing line. They come to us for the newly design, for the tests and stuff like that. Uh, sign for vehicles, for people's A-frame signs. We do a little bit of everything, a lot of, lot of stuff. So basically, walking here, we show you the the, uh, the grills. We got a book you can choose from, you know, and um, or we can customize. You can tell them how you want. You want your name on there. You want, you know, whatever, whatever. You want a heart shape, whatever. You want. We, we got you. And then um, we do your molding here. Take about five minutes, you know. And then um, the grills, of course, being done in, in the East Coast. So we send it there, and then you know we do most of the basic work, here, and then the, the main job is done in New York. like about this area is because of uh, right now because I've watched a lot of people grow up in the area from you know, the shop been around for 19 years where we was in other location before so because of that you know it's like a family I don't know some people that walk in here I don't even look at them as a customers no more they just walk in here like I'm uncle more or something you know? so, so I it just so I, it's just a lot of things you know you know people everybody you know, a lot of people know each other you know stuff like that but it's just it's just lovely you know? Because for me, I okay, I'm I'm seeing the dream come true. If you ask me, if you're in the area, come on in and say hi. We're here for you. All right, y'all. All right, man. You know, if you don't know, that's the guy. That's Mo, man. He supplied a lot of people with a lot of outfits, a lot of grills in our neighborhood. He kept us fresh almost every day. You know, sometimes you walk in there, you grab a white tee. Sometimes you walk in there, you grab a couple Nike sweatsuits. Sometimes you go in and get a grill. You never know. But, man, shout out to my guy, Mo. All right. At this moment, man, I just want to let you all know, and we're about to introduce the wonderful special guest I have with me today. <laughs> Julie C. How are you doing today, Julie? Peace, peace. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here back at the Converge studio. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Man, thanks for coming, man. You're fly as always. <laughs> I, have that. I have to represent, you know, the city, it's that paradise. So, mm -hmm. sweater, I already glass in them. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, you're a big uh, supporter of basically local clothing and local talent, local vendors. To, you know, I believe, I believe in artists and I believe when we have a really strong locally rooted creative economy, which we don't right now, right? Like mm -hmm. right now we have a really corporate dominated creative economy. Um, but the more that we can invest and pour into our own from the grass and roots and bottom up, the stronger that we'll all be together. Man, that's 100%. Yeah. Like, and it's always artists first, man, in, in this life. We want to say artists first, right? right? Right. And then we always have to go, the weight of corporate on our shoulders. Right. <laughs> That's what's so interesting, though, right? Like, we, we hold our creative spaces because we believe every person is an artist, like, inherently. Like creativity is a part of every human soul. 
but the way that capitalism has confined it, it's all product-based, it's all commodity-based, and just like everything else. We're trying to bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it back. Well, let's go ahead and let's segue right into the On the Block. Can you tell me about... On the Block. Yeah, tell me a little bit about the On the Block. Yes, so On the Block, and shouts to my team too. I'm only, you know, a small part... small part of the founding um, team that rocked on the block. That's um, Carolyn Hitt from Blue Cone Studios, uh, Diana Adams from Vermilion, and Rio from Throwbacks. And myself, we got together, it was last year, um, and launched On the Block, which is a monthly creative marketplace every second Saturday of the month from May to October. We're on our second year now. We're halfway through the second season, and it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing because I've been, I think I've been to almost every on the block. And you curated the last one. You have to co-curate the stage on the last one. I did. I did. (laughs) And it was fun, man. We're still trying to get you on the mic, (laughs) but we'll save that conversation for later. Man, one day we got to get you on the mic. I'll get on the mic when you're up there. I do get on the mic. I'm on the mic every month. (laughs) (laughs) I might not be rapping, but I am hosting every month. Um, but we have different performers. So so we go from 1 to 7 p.m. It's on 11th Avenue between East Pike and Pine. We have a bunch of vendors. We have a full day of performances. And this year we extended to Chop House Row across the street. So we also have vendors there. I've been curating the um, courtyard over there. So it's music, it's art, it's fashion. Um, and it's a great time. The next one is August 12th. So y'all should come join. All right. So with the On the Block uh, I guess I'll call it a series, right? Um, what is the importance of the supporting of the artists and what we're doing on the block for the community? Yeah, there's lots of, so I feel it. I, I think that there's been sort of a revival of these kind of marketplaces, which is a really beautiful thing. Um, so just having spaces to share your work, to vend, that is important, Right. But particularly for Capitol Hill, which is, um, it was a city's like second, first or second cultural arts district. It's like a super high opportunity area economically, but it's also one of the hardest places to afford. Um, There's not a lot of BIPOC business owners in the neighborhood yet. Um, Or, you know, we see, we're seeing more. We're hoping to usher in a different sort of environment. But the most important thing for us is just holding space for our community and artists from all over to benefit from the tourism that's there, the shopping that's there. It's been a neighborhood that's been known for vintage for a long time, street fashion. But um, we want to make sure that that folks from all communities can benefit from that. And that's what On the Block is about. And that's absolutely amazing. We're about to go into a quick break and then we'll be back with more questions and more stuff to talk about. We'll be right back. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. 
Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. I went through a program called Anew. They provided us with tools, transportation. They helped out with um, gas cards. My goal is to journey out with my company and then go into underwater welding. I get the opportunity to do home projects because I'm learning a life skill. This is something that can build a future for you, can build a future for your family. Good things come to those that work for their things. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Basa Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So as you know, it's a wonderful Tuesday and I'm sitting here with Julie C. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. I feel so <laughs> nested here too, like with all these pillows on the side, like it's mad comfortable Man, in the Converge studio affair. today. <laughs> it is. Comfortable. We offer a couple of drinks. We got M&M's. Yeah, we got, we got Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it healthy. Uh, well, shoot. So we have talked about what on the block is we've talked about the origin of on the block right but what does on the block support and what is the block so that's that's really exciting so basically that our little slice of 11th ave between east pike and pine has long been sort of this um because Capitol Hill used to be, you know, creative, all about experimental art in recent years. We all know gentrification like everywhere else in the city, right? But we've sort of been able to preserve that because we have institutions like Vermilion. We have spots like Blue Cone Studios. And so what On the Block does, all the proceeds of our event go to support three different of our studio spaces on 11th Ave, where we're providing... Um, residential artists and really a whole little ecosystem of the creative community, essentially free access to um, the means of creative production. So there's Blue Cone Studios, which there's ceramics and there's about 20, there's the Communities program where we have almost 15 different free drop-in art events a month um, hosted by our resident artists. Mm -hmm. Today we have ceramics, which is usually Japira Burris, but I think Jack is hosting ceramics today. Um, but there's also the study, which you know about, of course, is one of the founders of that space um, that is set up to do music recording, audio practice space, and a podcasting space. And there's also So Below Photo and Design, which is a third studio space that um, is used for photo video. So it's not a situation where um, basically it's all going back. Like everything is going directly back. Um, all the proceeds go to supporting these spaces, to paying our rents, to keeping the doors open so that more people have access to the spaces and resources and instructions and community and training that they need to um, discover their own uh, creative ventures. <laughs> Man, that is dope. And how did all these spaces 
come to form? Well, of course, you know, Vermillion was there. Bukum was there. Shouts to Carolyn Hitt, who's been holding it down since it changed hands from the original um, OGs <laughs> on yeah. Capitol Hill who, who held that space. But it was really our partnership between Carolyn and I um, and my coalition, which is Seattle Artists Coalition for Equitable Development, really came together during the beginning of the pandemic, but really coalesced in the midst of the protests and the Capitol Hill Occupy protests specifically um, because we were right there on front lines. Mm -hmm. um, 11th Avenue is where you saw mutual aid first pop up and you know, the rest is sort of history. The rest is sort of history that we're still unpacking, of course. But it's been really powerful to be able to continue to hold space and continue to facilitate gathering space in the neighborhood because what we saw through the flurry, um, I think that there's still a lot of reconciliation Asian, and there's still a lot of um, there's still a lot of investigative reporting that's coming out about how that went down at CHOP. <laughs> yeah. But what we do is we stay here and we're still here and we still have the doors open and we're here every second Saturday of the month. Y'all can come get down. And this work continues um, and it continues in so many different forms and so many different ways. Um, and it's so much bigger than just a moment and it's so much bigger than what you see on the news and the big dramatic moments. So um, we are proud to be a part of this sliver of this legacy and, you know, um, a part of maintaining this this creative resistance. And we are always abolitionists just to keep it back too. So, <laughs> Man, when you say the work continues, right? In my head, I think about you and I think about Carolyn, right? And I think about Diana. And as we say CHOP, I know that this work that y'all have been doing has been way before CHOP, right? And the many people have been doing, right? Oh, like many so people. many iterations. Man, there's so many names in that area that come and help out, put a hand. I mean, you can say. Bobby, there's so many people, <laughs> right? I was about to go through a list and I was like, you know how like, when you don't uh, want to miss out on people, you're like, yeah. oh, you said their name. I don't, right. all of the people we love, <laughs> you know, but um, what is your passion for the work? Because you've been doing it for so long. I mean, you know, for me, it's, for me personally, it, it my connection to, abolitionist movements because for me that's what the work is now maybe some people in police accountability work they're they're reform right um mm -hmm. i i believe that we don't need an institution like policing in this country any longer um that it needs to shift however for me it really came down to the role that hip-hop played in my life personally um as a young person it had a sort of a challenging early uh late childhood, early teenage years, and it really was the hip-hop community in Seattle that helped to uplift me and save my life. And so um, through relationships, through community building, having accountability to that community, which is the Black community in Seattle, mm -hmm. right, um, took many iterations and forms as well. And so um, Seattle, I think, has a rich history of a radical resistance and I was fortunate to tap into that legacy and learn from it and continue to uplift from it from, you know, my little corner of art um, mm -hmm. and hopefully to carry forward. 
And that's a beautiful thing. We're about to take it to a break, right? But when we come back, we're definitely going to talk about your little corner of art because I know there's on the block. I know we're talking about forever safe spaces, but you, <laughs> Julie C., are like a walking embodiment of art. <laughs> so we're going to get into that right after this break, all right? <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. The WASHDOT PASS program has really impacted anew with their funding, creating a, a space for us to bring these cohorts in, women and men, um, especially in the BIPOC community, people that are looking for livable wages in certain zip codes to make sure that they're able to take our peer apprenticeship program and that we're also able to help them with any barriers that they have. You can be an apprentice, you can get into this field. You don't have to be tough, you don't have to have tough skin, you don't have to be a man to be in this industry. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Hey, I'm Vesa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Vesa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Vesa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Welcome back. Welcome back. All you wonderful viewers who are tuned in at the moment. And as y'all know, it's a wonderful Tuesday and I'm sitting here with Julie C. You know, uh, I guess we call you a jack of many trades. Yeah, we, we could do that. Yeah. So let's talk about, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about you as an artist. Because <laughs> yeah, earlier we were talking about how hip hop uh, your relationship right. with hip hop in the city and how it changed your life and how it brought you into the community and this is kind of the beginning passion for all your work, right? Mm -hmm. It was definitely it was definitely a seed, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of my creativity these days because I I still get to rock shows I do like an occasional you know verse or two. You had like um, three shows this week. Right? I three shows this week. I had a show last week. Had some shows. But no, not this week. <laughs> I still do shows. Um, but I find that these days, a lot of my creative energy goes into the work. And actually, like, so much of what the creativity it takes to pay these rents, mm -hmm. <laughs> to keep the doors open, and to do, um, to operate as a creative in this world is, is not, is not an easy, easy thing. <laughs> Man. It's not an easy thing, right? So we got to, there's a balance, right? Balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I juggle so many stupid things, right? 
-hmm. all the time. It's hard to find time for art, right? Yes, yeah. So when you get to sit down and actually do your art, right? If you get to sit down and write a song, how's that? How's that feel when you actually get the time and space to sit down and do that? It's like therapy, you know. Definitely, it. It's like it's like there's the time and space, but then there's also like you got to be in the flow. At least for me personally, there's some people who really have very strict regimens about their art. They'll sit one hour a morning, do some writing or some. That's kind of not how I am. I believe like, you know, in the universal connectivity of everything and some things just come. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like therapy. <laughs> it's like a transmission or a therapy or something. Well, it's crazy because like, as you call it therapy, right? It goes all the way back into what you're doing as the work, right? right? I go right. to the study. The study is therapy for me. Yeah, I've walked yeah. into the study and turned the music up and wrapped my life out. Yeah. I've seen, I've walked in there and seen you doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've walked in and seen get, people yeah, get, do it. Get some, get some energy out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same with Blue Cone, right? Yeah. You've seen artists there. Same with uh, Sobolo. Right. Wait, it's a new name. Sobolo. Sobolo, okay. Yeah. What people vibe, you know? What was the first name? Uh, it's Sobolo. Sobolo. <laughs> Sobolo. <laughs> oh, man. But that's part of, so that's part of what, and then, um, so Forever Safe Spaces, mm -hmm. which you you also know about, um, this is our kind of our umbrella for our individual spaces, but part of our mission is to transform how, we say, creative and cultural labor is valued, right? Um, it's really hard to have a living as an artist in an economy where the creativity is only valued as an end product. So you might make money as an artist, but you might be a graphic designer for Amazon or Facebook or some shit like that, right? Or, sorry, I don't know it's if I can okay. curse. I can verge. <laughs> I always forget. But, <laughs> but we know, you know, that art is inherently, like to be able to express yourself is inherently beneficial to your own personal growth, to your own development, to the healing of trauma as an individual, as a community, as, you know, whatever. And that's the part of the creative process that we seek to have valued. And even though it's not valued in the broader systems, in our little hyper-local ecosystem, that's what we value. We don't charge our resident artists for rent, right? Um, we have different kinds of exchanges, and we know that there's so much value in creative and cultural capital that is not honored under capitalism. And that's the um, that's the thing that our sort of ecosystem of studio spaces and organizations and collectives and events like Second Saturdays on the Block, that's what we're building towards um, to make more of a safety net so that we could transform. Because, you know, the future of art, we see like all the striking with the AI yeah. and the writers and all that. The future of art, it can't lie. It's not sustainable to lay in the product. We could have a computer doing a product, yeah. right? The real value is in the process. And that's the shift that we're just a little sliver of helping to facilitate. Man, it's a good sliver because I believe that artists... I don't believe robots can take over art. <laughs> I just, I don't. I think they can imitate art. Mm -hmm. I think they can imitate old ideas and make them into something. But right. I don't think robots can actually feel a change in the atmosphere or the universe to get that spark 
that create something. It's like we're living in the matrix, right? Right, right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you could plug the thing in your back of your head and hop into the world of numbers, right? Right. But when that thing's not plugged in, a robot can't do that. We got to sit down in that piece Mm -hmm. and create. Because it's the process. It's the process. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I believe in the process. Yeah. I actually believe in a lot of processes, <laughs> but trusting and believing in the process are two different things. I trust in a lot of some processes. I believe in a lot. I trust in a right. few. <laughs> but the creative process is something different, right? Because it comes from, it comes from the self that is connected to the all, right? The mm-hmm. creativity, the spirituality. I don't know how, you know, there's lots of different systems <laughs> and processes that dictate that, but the creative part of your spirit as an individual is that part of you that connects you to the divine, to everything else around you and, and cultivating that as a process and not as a commodity is really, really important for all of humanity at this juncture of our evolution, I believe. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Well, let's see. I got two more things for you. Okay. So go. the first thing is... Let the people give the people some type of inspirational words about the art, about future, about life. I don't know something that you are an artist. <laughs> Make your art. You're not crazy. Do your shit. And when you follow your inspiration, regardless the um, regardless, you know what you experience in resistance. It's um, it's it's a compass. You know, it's a compass. So so believe in it. Trust it. And um, you know, if you need some resources, holler at us. Come down, find us on 11th Avenue. Check out Forever Safe Spaces. And, um, you know, reach out and connect. Perfect. That's the second question. <laughs> How can they find you? How can they find Forever Safe Spaces? How can they find On the Block? How can they find Julie C? So <laughs> the best way, I mean, I was just going to give the Instagram. So me, I'm at Jewel C on every platform. J-O-U-L-E-S-E-A, Jewel C. Um, you can find on the block on IG on the block Seattle, Forever Safe Spaces, yeah, mm-hmm. um, Forever Safe Spaces. So pretty easy to find. Just give Google. Man, well, thank you. I don't know Julie. if you'll be able to make it come up on the screen or anything, but <laughs> hopefully we'll have a tag or something. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> for sure, for sure, and that will happen. And I just want to thank you for not just coming down here today. <laughs> But for all your hard work that you actually put in the community, you know, because there's a lot of people that say they do work or they moonlight as doing work. Right. (laughs) Yeah, let's call it moonlighting. (laughs) (laughs) Imposter as the work. But there are people that are actually around every day that wake up, eat, sleep, and breathe this work for the future for today and to reconcile the past. And you're one of those people. And I just appreciate you. you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for, thank you for the thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And there we have it, man. That's Julie C. Make sure you go check that out on the block, Seattle, Julie C J O U L S E A. (laughs) <laughs> right. J O U L E S E A. Jewel C is the Jules. platform. Jewel C know? is the platform. Yeah. And we're going to be right back to close this out after this commercial break. <laughs> the new COVID 19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. 
To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. Hi, I'm Chelsea Richardson, spoken word artist. Come be a part of Poetry's Love Story and join us for a captivating fundraiser event, Poetry Love, on August 9th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Sankofa Theater. This event will feature an incredible lineup of renowned poets and one mesmerizing musician, all coming together to raise funds for the Sankofa Theater. Tickets are available now at sankofatheaterc.com. We'll see you there. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. I went through a program called Anew. They provided us with tools, transportation. They helped out with um, gas cards. My goal is to journey out with my company and then go into underwater welding. I get the opportunity to do home projects because I'm learning a life skill. This is something that can build a future for you, can build a future for your family. Good things come to those that work for their things. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Hey, I'm Vesa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Vesa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Vesa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Welcome back to a wonderful Tuesday. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, of the day with Trey. I'm your guest host, Eric Calligraphy. Um, I just want to, number one, thank Julie C for coming on to tell us all these wonderful things that are happening and make sure that every second Saturday you make it up to Capitol Hill uh, on 11th between Pike. It's not Pike and Pine anymore. It's between Pike and Union because they have expanded through Chop Row. Um, it was just an amazing day and I can't wait to check y'all out tomorrow until then, uh, make sure you tag, share the stream and y'all have a blessed Tuesday, living your purpose and enjoy life, man. We only got one of these to live. Thank y'all. Talk to you later. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.